Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On, a PFF college football show. I'm your host, Max Chadwick, and on the show, we interview some of the biggest stars in the sport. Here's a pretty massive one. Penn State cornerback, Kalen King, who I think is a top 15 player overall in the country. I talked to him back in June. He's my number two corner in college football. He's actually the number one corner in the 2024 NFL Draft, according to PFF's draft analyst, Connor Rogers. I love talking to Kalen. He's a big superstar on the field and he is awesome on the mic as well. So I can't wait to show you guys this one. Check out the feature article though on Kalen and also Chop Robinson over at PFF.com. The Robinson interview is already available if you want to watch or listen to it. And you can find this podcast anywhere you get your podcast basically. And also search preferred walk on on YouTube if you want to watch it as well. Major thank you to Dave Sofaro. This up every single one of these interviews. Plenty more coming, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. But without further ado, here he is, Penn State cornerback, Kalen King. Uh, the first question I want to ask you, the first question I love asking every single player that I talk to is, you know, there's a moment for me in my childhood where I was like, oh, you know what, maybe a uh, college athletics career, professional athletics career is not possible for me. Was there a moment in your childhood, though, where you're like, wait a minute, I am different than every single guy in this field right now, and maybe a football career, not only in college, but the NFL is possible for me? Yeah, uh, I would say, like, when I was – I first realized that I was – I could be good when I was, like, nine or, like, eight or nine because I remember I used to wake up – we used to wake up every day, like, six, seven in the morning with my dad and me and my brother Kobe. We used to wake up every morning and just, like, run miles – and like and like go to the field and my dad used to throw like the the football super high in the air when we like we like six years old my dad trying to throw the ball super high in the air and whoever catch it first like it used to get competitive like real early so i say when i was about 10 years old that's when i realized i can be good because we me and my brother played for this team called the michigan bulldogs it's a team in uh detroit mm-hmm. and it was like the best two players on the team like no question and so that's when I really knew, like, I could really be good. And then since then, I just trusted my dad, and we've been working ever since. Dude, you just said you've been running miles since you were, like, six years old. I can't even run a mile now, dude. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I love it, man. So I just wanted to – I was going to ask you about your uh, your twin brother, Kobe, you know, who's a linebacker for Penn State right now. What was it like growing up with him? And like you just mentioned before, I mean, you guys are both superstar football players uh, coming out of Michigan. Oh man, it was, it's. I mean, it feels good because like we do. We didn't grew up our whole life with each other. We didn't been through everything with each other. So now that like now that we're in college playing playing football on Division One level on the same team, man, it's just like surreal almost. Because like we put the work in so much uh, throughout our whole life. Now it's like it's coming to light. I love that, man. So what made you decide on Penn State when you're coming out of high school? So um, I feel like Penn State. Just they 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 drug me in with their coaches, man. Like every coach here throughout the recruiting process, like Penn State, Penn State's coaches were like just the most genuine, the most like the easiest to talk to, like and just things of that nature. Like the 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 relationship I had with Coach Terry Smith and James Franklin was just like one of the best. So I just trusted those guys, and I'm glad I made that decision. Yeah, I bet a lot of Penn State fans are happy that you made a decision too, man. But did you always know that you and Kobe wanted to play together in college when you guys were going through the recruiting process together? Yeah, so this is a crazy story right here. So um, I'll say after my after my sophomore year, after my sophomore year, Kobe 
was was going to go to Wisconsin. No, but not a lot of people know that. So Kobe was uh, initially like leaning towards Wisconsin and what they had going on over there. But me, I, I never really liked Wisconsin just because like the area and really like it, it's it's not really it doesn't really sound like it's much to do down there. So. I, w- I was never interested, but Kobe liked them a lot. So at one point we was thinking about like splitting up. Wow. So then you decided, did you convince him? Hey, like, Hey man, come with me to Penn yeah, State. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, as, as time went on, like we just, we just started to take all our visits and just, we, we talked about it with our family and then we came up with the best idea for both of us. I love it, man. I bet your parents really appreciate that too. That they don't have to travel to two different uh, areas yeah. to go to your games. I bet they really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but listen, man, this past season you were broke out and was one of the best corners in college football. What do you think clicked for you as a sophomore? I mean, I, I feel like it was just like confidence, really, because as a freshman, you know, I, I got a lot of playing time, but I wasn't really like I wasn't really in the mix as much as I wanted to be. And I feel like that that offseason after my freshman year leading to my sophomore year, that's when I really like I locked in man, I, and, I, and I just went full head first. And I went to grind with on field, off the field, school, just things of that nature. I knew if I wanted to have the year I, I wanted to, then I had to devote everything in my time to to sports and football. So that's what I did. I put all the work in and, and uh, I had a great season. Now I'm looking to do the same thing again. Hell yeah, man. But what do you think separates you from other corners around college football? Really just my 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 tenacity, my toughness, my my uh, ball skills. I feel like, man, every 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 time I'm out there, I just feel like if a ball is thrown at me, then he's throwing it at me. Not really the receiver I'm guarding, but like me, because like I feel like if a quarterback throws the ball in my direction, he's like he's really like trying to pick on me more than he's trying to uh pass it to his teammate. That's what, that's the way I think it might sound a little crazy, but that's just how, that's just my logic. That's the so, mindset. I think that's, that's perfect. That was literally one of the questions I was going to ask you, do you like get offended when a quarterback yes, throws it your way? Yes. Yes. Every time, every single time a quarterback throws my way, I get offended every time. <laughs> I love that, man. So a lot of corners have the mindset of, Hey, I'm the best on the field right now. Whenever I go out there, do you have that mindset of, Hey, I'm the best corner in college football? Yes, definitely, because I know all the work that I put in and, and I've been I've been like I've been talking to myself for the past. Like and when I say talking to myself, I mean, like just like affirmations, writing things down. Like if I'm if I'm in the game or if I'm in practice, I'll like say little phrases like to myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody know I'm saying it, but I say little phrases to myself like I'm the best in the country. Like I just keep saying it and keep manifesting it. And, and everything I've been saying lately has been coming true. So. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That is that's that's fucking awesome. But uh another question I love asking every player I talk to is uh say I I'm no I'm asking right now, if you had to describe yourself in one play, what would it be? You know, the play that I go back to for you and my favorite play you've made so far is that Utah pick in the Rose Bowl, man. That was freaking absurd how you made that interception. But what what is your favorite play of your career so far? Mm. I would say my favorite play of my career would have to be a Central Michigan game. It was a – I forced a fumble. So um, I'm lined up at corner, and my my uh, my receiver ran like a, a slant route. But he caught it at first. So, like, when he caught it, I'm like – because I, I tried to punch at it, 
And when I punched at it, he still had control. So I was like kind of mad. So we kept fighting through the ground, fighting all the way to the whistle. And then I ended up pulling it out at the last minute and I scooped it up. And that was my first, like, I had a forced fumble my freshman year, but it wasn't like that one. That was like the first one where I actually like jarred the ball loose. So that was a, that was a re really good feeling for me. I say that's, that would have to be one of my favorite plays for sure. Dude, I love how you said it. You were you got mad at him for not fumbling the ball. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love that, dude. That, that mentality, man, is is awesome. I love that so much. But uh, a guy I interviewed a couple of weeks ago, a guy who I know you're very close to, is Chop Robinson, who we consider yeah. to be you know a potential first round pick uh, in next year's draft as well as yourself. Uh, I asked Chop about you, and he said that you guys have a special handshake you guys got cooking up this year. Can you tell Ooh. me what that handshake is? I mean. I can I can't tell you what it is, but you you just gotta wait and see. But we definitely got we definitely got uh, we got we got some cooking up. Damn, man, I was gonna try and trick you too because I asked him for it too. He goes, "No, man, I'm not telling you. Yeah, you gotta, I, you gotta I can't wait show you right now. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right, I was gonna try to get it out of you, but I, I love that both of you're keeping it secret right now. Yeah. But listen, man, what makes Chop so special? Man, Chop is just he's just a force, man. Like when he's out there, he plays with like ultimate tenacity, ultimate toughness. He's a he's an ultimate competitor. If you if you don't know Chop, some games he doesn't even wear gloves. That's when I knew like he was crazy a little bit because like he don't wear gloves, arm sleeves, like nothing. He'll just put the shoulder pads on and the pants and just walk out there with no no accessories, no nothing. So that's when I knew Chop was serious because like he's dangerous, man. Like he's explosive, he's fast. He's aggressive. He he just he just gets to the quarterback and he makes my life easier. So, man, I I love Chop, man. So yeah, I love that. Man. I also love how you know the two stars of Penn State defense. One of them is forty four. The other one is number four too, which I think is is super cool. What does that number four mean to you, though? I mean, so initially, uh, my my um my favorite number to wear was two because growing up, I used to watch a lot of like Charles Woodson. Mm -hmm. My dad used to uh make uh have me watch a lot of his videos. So. That was like, that that's like one of my favorite players growing up, and ultimately the reason why I wore number two in high school and, and little league and stuff like that. But when I got here, man, I wasn't expecting like any like specific number. But when I when I seen number four, I was happy, I was excited. But now that like I'm here for two years and I didn't put like the experience behind it, and like I got filmed with number four and all that, everybody know me as number four. I'm starting to, like it's starting to grow on me now. Like I'm starting to like number four better. I love that, man. So another guy I wanted to ask you about is your defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, who we think is one of the best in college football. Uh, how much fun do you have playing in his defense? Man, a lot. Manny Diaz is like one of those coaches who's like, he he makes you like want to play for him. Like he he motivates you and he just, the way he talks to the defense is like, he doesn't really, it's not like, it's not like, it's it, it's to a point where like, he's not a coach sometimes. Like we, sometimes we look at him as like, like our leader, like some someone we can just go to at all times, and and we know if if he ready, then we ready. Cause in practice, man, he be he be pushing us to the limits, man. He he try to he try to make us like break milestones that he know we can get, and we end up doing it. So like, I feel like Manny, man, he's he's a very like big contributor to the way our team is ran, and like I'm I'm glad we got him as a coordinator. I love that, man. I want to ask you about your head coach, too, James Franklin, who we think is, again, one of the best coaches in college football. Uh, he seems to be like an awesome guy to just be around in the yeah. facility every day. What What is it like uh, playing for James Franklin? Franklin is definitely an awesome guy, man. Like, he's very down to earth. He He's open to conversations with anyone. And, like, 
I know you know exactly what you're getting with Coach Franklin. Like he's never going to come in um, drowsy, or you're never going to come in. You're never going to tell that something is wrong with him. Like he always he's ready. So like he never look. I never seen like I never seen him look tired. For my whole two years being here, I never even seen him look tired. That's a little crazy, but. I feel like, man, Coach Franklin is one of the coolest coaches I ever met in my life, man. He's he's so, like, down to earth. He's easy to talk to, and he's just, like, he's a great coach. Last guy I wanted to ask you about, too, was uh, Joey Porter Jr., who now, of course, is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You guys, I mean, the, that duo you had last year was scary for, yeah. for opposing quarterbacks to throw out, man. What do you think Joey Porter Jr. is going to bring to the Pittsburgh Steelers next year? Man, I feel like Joey's going to bring a shutdown factor to Pittsburgh. I know they got uh, a lot of good corners over there with Patrick Peterson being there now, but I feel like uh, Joey's going to learn a lot from Patrick Peterson and it's just going to apply to his game because, like, man, Joey, we used to be in practice and I used to just look at Joey like, man, how is he a corner? Because he's so, like, massive. Like, he's bigger than everybody on the team. Like, he's head-to-head looking at linemen. So I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. But, man, I enjoy my time with Joey, man. That's my guy right there. So, man, I can't wait to see what he's going to do in the league. Man, as a Steelers fan, I would, I would love it a lot if, if they drafted you too, man. We have the, the oh, Penn yeah, State. That would be, that would be <laughs> I'm a huge Penn State fan too, man. So, yeah, it's, it, watching you two last year was, was phenomenal. But uh, I think the matchup that if you ask any college football fan right now, like the player-on-player matchup they're most excited to see, the one I'm most excited to see is you against Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, you, you did it a little bit last year. You're one of the best corners in the country. He's one of the best receivers in the country. Uh, are you kind of excited to go against him yet again this upcoming season? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very excited to go against him because, like, I know Marvin Harrison's a very good player, man. He's 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 a, he's a very good receiver. He got, he's got all the intangibles from size to speed to catch radius to run after catch to all that. So, man, I feel like that's the perfect challenge for me, and that's the challenge that I need to to put myself up against if I want to be the top in the country. So I know that, you know, that matchup is very that's that's very important. And I can't wait for that moment. Are you gonna try to tell uh, Coach Diaz like, hey man, let me just go on an island with him all game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to work something out because <laughs> I don't know. But my guy Johnny Dixon, I know my guy Johnny Dixon gonna be ready too. So I know. yeah. But he gonna want some of that work too. So yeah. Well, they got a Mechanic Buka there too, man. So there's, yeah. there's plenty to go around in that Ohio State receiver room, but I'm excited for that matchup for sure. But you just mentioned it, man. Like uh, Marvin is going to be a top prospect. You're going to be a top prospect next year. You're being mocked in like the top 10 to 15 players in the next year's draft. What does that kind of hype mean to you for next year's draft? I mean, it, it it's good, but it's like I'm not really paying that much attention to it because like at the end of the day, I know it's a mock draft and I have seen countless amount of like – uh, Division one athletes start out uh, being mocked very high and then end up dropping. So I'm I'm just trying to make sure that doesn't happen with me. And I'm I'm continuing to put the work in every day, even though I'm seeing the mock drafts and I'm seeing all the, the preseason accolades. I have to like now it's time to go actually do it like because I still got a whole season ahead of me. So, yeah. I love that, man. So you mentioned before how Charles Woodson is like one of your childhood heroes. What What made Woodson one of the guys that you looked up to as a kid? Just the way, like, he plays, man. Like, I feel like we got the same mindset because, um, like, the way he attacks the ball, the way he just – he he views his opponents, the way he, he – the way he just carries himself on the field is just, like, top-notch. Just, like, nothing I ever seen before. So, when I first seen it, I was like, yeah, this is, like – this is how I want to be. Like, he won the Heisman as a corner. That's, like, that's crazy. I never – like, nobody ever did that. So, just, just seeing that, like, it's just – 
it's just something that I feel like I can see myself doing. And he and like Charles Wilson was somebody who really like uh, strove me to like be great, really, and my dad as well. I love that, man. Do you, are you gonna try to go for that Heisman Trophy like he did? Yeah, I'm trying to go for some, man. So <laughs> at least a Thorpe Award. At least a yeah. Thorpe Award. Get that, man, yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah. So now, of course, Woodson's retired now. So is there any NFL corner, maybe besides Joey Porter Jr., but a guy that you love watching uh, in the NFL and try to model your game after? Yeah, definitely. Uh, one guy who I really love his game, man, and but he's been hurt the past, like the past. He's been hurt recently. Is Marshawn Lattimore like? Mm-hmm. The, the way he plays on the field, like his energy, his effort, like the his swagger, it's like all like I try to I try to like model my game after players like that, like with big swagger, supreme confidence, and people of that nature, like Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, like guys slay, like guys mm-hmm. who just they bring their own energy, like they don't need nobody to turn them up or get them hyped. They just they always like they always ready. So that's why I try to model my game after people like that. I love that, man. So another guy uh, who's going to be a top prospect next year on your team. I know you don't go against him much in practice, but Olu Fashanu, who I was able to talk to, too. What do you think makes him such a, a special, not only uh, player, but person, too? Man, Olu, Olu is like the, the the ultimate, like, well-rounded person from, like, on the field to off the field. He's very smart. He's easy to talk to, man. But in practice, man, he's like a machine, man. Like me, Like, honestly, my whole time being here, I think I seen Olu lose like two one-on-one reps and we do one-on-ones every day, like almost every day. So that just puts into perspective, like how good he is. Like he's like, he like, he's automatic. Like anytime he steps up, I know like, yeah, he, it's, it's a win for Olu. Cause like, he just, he's strong. He got long arms. His punch is crazy. And he just, his balance, his, his, his foot quickness, it's all there. So man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he came back. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. a lot of people are glad he came back too, man. But you mentioned him not losing many one-on-one reps. You didn't lose that many one-on-one reps either. You had the best coverage grade and lowest passer rating allowed in single coverage. Do you really enjoy being left out on an island like that? Yeah, definitely. Because like, I feel like when I'm like out on an island, it's more like, it's more like I zone, like I zone out almost. Cause like, it's almost like a game within a game when you're like out there on an island with like a certain matchup or something like that. It's just like, it's just like a game within a game, really. Like, yeah. I love that, man. So I was going to ask you about the secondary you guys got too, because you lose Joey Porter Jr., but Johnny Dixon, Daquan Hardy were really high on too. Do you think Penn State is the best secondary in college football? Yes. And I, I think a lot of people don't like, don't give us the credit that we deserve. Like, but, I feel like Penn State definitely has the best room in college football because we got a lot of returning key players. We got a lot of players who who done, who done, who have experience. We got a lot of people who play, who made plays for us. So, man, from from corner to safety, I feel like yeah, we're the most well-rounded in the country. And dude, that secondary should be special. You got Abdul Carter returning and your twin brother Kobe returning that linebacking core chop on the D-line. How special can this defense be next year, man? Man, I feel like we can be real special. We can do some big things. And right now we're taking that, we're, we're taking that, we're having that same mindset and we're just applying it every day and we're trying to become better, a little a little bit better than we were yesterday, every day, going forward from 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 workouts to conditioning to, to schooling to tutors to study hall, just things of that nature. Like, I feel like everybody is focused on one goal and that's going to that's gonna achieve to the greater for us. So, yeah. I love that, man. What should we expect from Kalen King and Penn State next year? Man, you should expect a lot. 
a lot of interceptions, a lot of PBUs, and a lot of a lot of um celebrations. <laughs> a lot of handshakes between Chop Robinson too. Yes, I'm sir. sure too, man. But uh, what's what's your why, dude? What makes you get out of bed every morning? Man, my family. Because like growing up, really growing up in Detroit, man. With my, uh, I grew up in a four family household with my brother, my mom, and dad. So it was it was really just us all our life. And growing up in Detroit, like you know, I didn't I didn't see a lot of things. I didn't been through a lot of things. I didn't I didn't met a lot of people and made a lot of connections. So. Just to just to help my family out, man. They the reason I get up every day because they they pay their dues to me their whole life with putting me in the best position they could to make sure I was successful. And now I have the opportunity that not a lot of people in this world get. So I'm gonna make sure that I take advantage of that and take care of my family. So yeah. Hell yeah, man. A couple more questions if you don't mind. But I, I love uh hearing from players too. Like when your Hall of Fame career is finished, when you put on the gold jacket after that, what do you want to do with your life after football? Okay, so I tell a lot of people what I want to do after football. So after football, I want to be like, you know, you know how um, Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless are, like how they have their little undisputed channel mm-hmm. like that. I want to be like someone like that because, like, I just want to still be around sports even when I'm done, still be involved around it, talk about it, be, like, on TV talking about it and things of that nature because I feel like, you know, I'm I'm a good talker. I feel like I can talk about those type of things, so. Yeah, and I watch a lot of Stephen A. Smith and um, Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Dude, and Sharp. So yeah, dude, this going off this interview, you have a you have a great chance of making that career happen, man. Yeah. This is a phenomenal interview. But last point I want to ask you is, you know, there are a lot of kids right now that look at you and say that Kalen King, you know how Charles Woodson's your hero, Kalen yeah. King is my hero, and they want to be just like you. What advice would you give those kids that look up to you? Man, I would just say whatever, whatever you you have in mind whatever goal you set to to achieve for yourself make sure you're doing everything in your power that you can to achieve it like don't let don't let anybody steer you from your your path or steer you from where you think you should go because only you know what you really can do so that's it that's phenomenal man well listen i, I can't wait to watch you both in the nfl and then on fs1 on the uh, those, those kind of shows afterwards but kaylin is a phenomenal interview dude i really appreciate the time Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it.